and welcome to another episode of Seizing Adulthood with me, AD. And me, Herwin. A weekly podcast where we talk about our misadventures in adulthood so that you can learn from mistakes without having to make them and we can tell you how not to adult. Today is September 29, a very, very rainy evening. Hoping that our mic doesn't pick it up. But anyway, one more day until spoopy spooptober. You're spoopy. I love Halloween and all the weirdness and horror that comes with it. And that's why we are having two Halloween podcast episodes at the end of the month. Yay! So watch out for that. Also, end of September is the New Horizons Fall update. So yay, more stuff to do in Animal Crossing. And Hyrule Warriors is on its way, guys. Yes, so many things to look forward to despite being the worst year ever. For this week's episode, we will be talking about one of the most essential things in the world. By definition, it's a medium of exchange that allows people to get what they need. And that is... Money! Before we get right into it, I think we can all agree that the one thing everyone else in this world wants is money. Like, I don't think anyone can honestly say they don't want money. Because when you have a lot of it, you can buy anything, basically do anything, or even control anyone. I mean, that's how powerful money is. If someone asks me the question, what superpowers would I want? My answer is clearly unlimited money. And then I'll go Mega Palpatine and say, unlimited power with my force lightning of dollar dollar bills, y'all. So they say money makes the world go round. Uh, do you agree with that saying? It does make the world go round. From the food we eat, the gadgets we use, our Wi-Fi, our clothes, everything. Everything has money tied to it. Even my soul. <laughs> I actually agree with that saying because it's an unavoidable truth. Without it, how would everything work out or function? Like, don't we work to earn money so we can pay the bills, buy stuff we want or need? Or in other words, we work so we can earn money and we can use that money to survive. But what happens when we mismanage money and money problems emerge? That leads us to the topic for this week's episode, which is how not to mismanage money. Which would also cover our experiences with money struggles, going over budget, and the funny sad moments we had with money. It's not just funny, it's not just sad, it's funny sad, yeah. (laughs) Funny sad, (laughs) yes. Our experiences are definitely tragicomic or bittersweet, and that leads us to tip number one. Do not function without a budget. Imagine going to a toy convention or a massive book sale and not having enough money to buy the things that you want. Or if you're rich and you do have a ton of money but you end up buying a lot of things and eventually not use or enjoy them. Anyway, uh, whenever I window shop, it gives me the chance to think about whether the things I'll buy will be worth my money. I think the last biggest single purchase that I made was the Christian Bale Batman Mayfix action figure that I bought around uh, two, three years ago. And he's actually in front of us right now. Why'd you want to kill me? Budgeting is so important since it sets limits. And if it's within your budget, go. But if it's out of your price range, you can wait a month or two. Or rethink why you really, really need it. 
We are both guilty of splurging. We are. And you should see the amount of splurge curbies in our room right now. <laughs> yeah, but that was before. We rarely splurge on anything anymore, or if we ever do, there's also a splurging budget involved. I remember when we went to a Christmas toy con a few years back and bought so much shit. Like, the damage for that day was crazy. Plus, we never planned to actually go there, but we decided to check it out anyway since we were in the area. Which was a very bad decision since, as mentioned, we ended up buying things out of impulse. Just because we had the money to spend that time. I think I bought two Kamen Rider figures that day. Yes, Henshin! I bought Pops, Guretama plushies, and other kalat basically. You know, whenever our friends would ask us, how do you afford all that shit? Our simple answer would be, no, no kids, kids money. money. No just money. <laughs> just imagine us having a kid. We probably won't have half the stuff we have at the moment. Well, we have Taco though, and he is really, really spoiled. True. But back to setting a budget. You know, even when we travel, we make it a point to actually set an amount that we can spend for each day. Remember the time we were in Singapore and we were too lazy to walk to another area? Yeah. And we decided to eat at this restaurant inside Gardens by the Bay. And we ended up spending around 200, uh, 300 Singaporean dollars. And it, I think it was around 7,000 pesos for just one meal. Then the stuff we ate weren't even anything out of the ordinary. They were just pork buns and dim sum, I think. Oh, and we even had jellyfish that was so overpriced. Oh, yeah. But it was just the usual jellyfish that we would order in Causeway Banawe. And after that, the next few meals, we just ate ramen from 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. Actually, mahal pa nga yun, until we discovered hawker centers. I remember eating congee while watching the hawker guys make milk tea in front of our tables. You don't need to buy expensive food to know that you're having something authentic. But before we move on from this tip, I'd like to mention how I actually met someone from my previous workplace who would dedicate a certain amount of money just so this person can have milk tea daily, or sometimes even twice. Crazy, right? Mama, can I have milk tea? <laughs> no, diabeto. Roll back to kitchen. Aww. That's from Family Guy, right? <laughs> yeah, but diabeto wanted cookies. <laughs> can't remember that episode. Diabeto. They named him Diabeto. No, Diabeto. But yeah, can you imagine spending that much for milk tea? But hey, that person earned that money, so no hate. You do you. Anyway, I'm glad we were able to see the importance of budgeting after a number of going over budget scenarios. Mm -hmm. So now, we always take note of how much we can spend, which of course helps us save up for a rainy day. Having a budget basically allows anyone to plan their money and expenses. And that's it for tip number one. Do not function without a budget. Tip number two is do not shop without a plan. I mean, shopping without a plan is like a recipe for disaster. You have no control over the situation that you are about to face. Like, what if you suddenly see an item on sale even if you don't really need it, but you think it would be a good buy? That's already a trap because it wasn't part of the budget to begin with. Yeah, but sometimes there would be good buys like the coffee maker I bought out of nowhere the other Mm, day. Yes. Admit that, that was a good buy. Yeah, I can't really say no to that. 
I'm gonna make coffee tomorrow. Anyway, our grocery list always dictates what we need at home. And without it, we feel like we're just dunking things in the cart. When I was a kid, my mom wouldn't take me grocery shopping. It's because I just dump the snacks I want and I just let her worry about the price. And ever since we started doing our own groceries, we really have to watch what we buy so that we don't overspend. Just have your mind set on how much you want to spend and the rest is willpower. Last time, you mentioned how we don't do groceries when we're hungry. Yeah. Which actually helps us since we don't get things we don't need or things that weren't really on our list to begin with. Which, again, greatly helps us save money. Well, the thing is, I don't really go out of the house without an errand list. So I actually follow this tip since it goes hand in hand with tip number one. When you have a budget, you can have a plan. And having a shopping plan simply allows you to keep track of your monthly expenses so you know where your money is going yes because that plan lets you manage finances better since you get to keep a record and we move on to tip number three do not buy anything you can't return i don't think we ever returned something that we purchased and i think i'm lucky enough to not buy any defective items and most of the things that i have they're quite sturdy or free (laughs) I've seen people with gadgets get busted less than a week after buying them. Their gadgets came from the US and they had to ship it all the way back just for it to be repaired or replaced. Well, I was about to return something, remember? I bought some hip bands online recently and received the wrong color. I was actually planning to return them, but then I thought about how much of a hassle it would be to do the whole return refund and exchange process when the item i ordered looks like it'll serve its purpose anyway i was just being iffy about the color since they sent me a gray one when obviously i ordered pink give her pink (laughs) but going back yeah that's tip number three do not buy anything you can't return because if there's something wrong with it you won't be able to get a refund for it so goodbye hard-earned cash moving on tip number four is something we used to do all the time Do not buy things out of impulse. Ah, I know this very well. Mobile games. Those all goddamn gacha games. I think the most I've spent in a mobile game was with The Walking Dead Road to Survival. I'd often purchase currency to pull for new characters that eventually I never got. And my playstyle mainly revolved around the characters that I got for free. I played that game for... About two years, and no matter how much time I spent with the game, if I don't cash out, I know I'll get left behind. And for the last massive urge to spend in a mobile game that I was able to control was, I think, when Ike's Banner came out for in Fire Emblem Heroes. I remember I was still sitting outside 7-Eleven thinking if I should not eat that day just to have the chance to pull him. After so much willpower and two days of grinding at home, I got him for free. Yeah. That experience taught me that gacha games are rarely worth your money. No matter how strong that character is, your money is better used for something else. If you want to know my last in-app purchase, I think it was nearly a year ago when COD Mobile came out. The very first battle pass was worth around 500 bucks or roughly $10 and... I thought about it for a really long time. I reviewed the cost of the rewards if it was worth it. 
and I ended up buying it two days before the season ended. I was able to get all 100 tiers of rewards, and every time you complete those Battle Pass tiers, you get enough currency to buy the next one. I got 10 seasons worth of Battle Pass rewards. Yes, all 10 of them, and that's all from a single purchase, and I'm still playing the game, so was it worth it? Yes, it was very worth it. Well, I also spent money on in-app purchases thanks to Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. And it's Stupid Fortune Cookies, which is the gacha part of the game. And Pokemon Cafe, because of their damn acorns. I think the reason for most impulse buys is because of the emotional appeal that products suggest. Even researchers suggest that impulse buying may be an attempt at coping with feelings of being incomplete or being imperfect. And I blame really good marketing because it makes us believe we have to buy this or that to make our lives better or easier. Especially since everyone is spending a lot of time online lately. Online ads are everywhere. Exactly. But you know one online ad that I really find effective? It's the Mink PH ad. You know that? No. I don't know if it just entered my algorithm online, but I see it everywhere. And... Their ads use the right words, like local, locally made, women empowerment, all-girl team. And, you know, even if I don't plan to buy any of their products, it makes me want to check them out. Did you? I did. Mamaya lang, tignan mo, may order na ako. So I guess the one way for anyone to actually win over impulse buying is self-control. And what's that rule? Sleep on it. Sleep on it. And if you really want something, sleep on it. They say it's a good rule of thumb to give yourself at least 24 hours to decide if buying something is a need or just a random impulse purchase. So yeah, sleep on it. Tulog mo lang yan. <laughs> and that's it for tip number four. Do not buy things out of impulse. And finally, tip number five. Do not forget to save. This is pretty self-explanatory. I don't think we even have to explain it further. Just always make sure to put aside or save a part of your earnings for a rainy day. Because you'll never know what could happen in the future. Yeah, better to be prepared for anything that the future holds. But before we end this podcast episode, we actually asked people on Seizing Adulthood's Instagram account two money-related questions. First question was if anyone had any money-related questions for us in general. And the second one was how do you feel about people flaunting their parents' wealth? Not their wealth, their parents' wealth. Follow us. So how many questions should we answer? Three or five? Uh, let's go with two. Okay. Then out of the 23 responses... Wait, wait, wait. Let's go with five. All right. Let's just choose the five best responses, okay? Yeah. For the money-related question, someone actually asked us how much our fungal collection is worth. Please buy our complete Fortnite (laughs) Series 1. Impulse, useless, and over-the-budget buys all rolled into one. Yeah, that's probably our Funko lot. And this, and believe it or not, this is not the first time anyone asked us how much our collection is worth. Small-time lurkers nga lang kami, to be honest. Lurk. If you've seen the way other people collect, their lots are massive, like so huge. But anyway, I don't want to answer this question in its numerical value. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that if we were to sell our lot, and according to the app, the Funko app, 
we would be able to buy a 2020 Corvette Stingray. Woo! Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> Pagising mo, wala nang Funko mo. Pero may Corvette ka na. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. Anyway, for question number two, someone asked us, what was the most desperate thing you did to be able to buy something? Ooh. Black Friday, Black Friday, and Hot Topic had this insane sale on wrestling t-shirts, and I asked my friend Mako if he wanted some shirts too. I was so desperate to get this Los Incubernables de Japón shirt, and he wanted the Bullet Club one. I ended up doing the most daring thing I ever thought of, and that was to ask my boss, who lives in the U.S., to ship it to us. (laughs) That's the most daring thing. Wasn't yeah. it you asking me to marry you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oops. Our plan was to have our shirts delivered to his office address, then ship it to the Philippines along with any items that he will be sending us. So I sucked it up, asked him, and he agreed. Two months later, the shirts arrived, and I wore mine the next day. No laundry needed. I just wore it. Well, mine, no surprise, it was Funko-related. Remember two years ago when they released the Hey Arnold GameStop exclusives? Mm -hmm. Yeah, those. The one where Arnold and Gerald were wearing the banana and strawberry costumes. Yeah, right there. Yeah. (laughs) When I saw that they were GameStop exclusives, I knew that there would be no way for me to get them without asking for anyone's help in the US. Because they were only being sold for like, what, $19 plus tax, let's say it's $21. Hmm? And I'm pretty sure that the rare chance someone actually sells them here, the person would price each at around 2,500 pesos, which is what, $50? More than twice its actual price. Too much. So I asked the help of a friend. She got them for me online. And hooray, I got them after a few weeks. And now they're staring at me from across the room. Oh, I see that. All right. I know we said we would only answer two questions. But I wanted to answer this last one. It's asking us to share our poorest moment in mm-hmm. life. So I guess it's when was a time in our lives when we felt so poor? So for me, I had a gaming addiction during college. and During college, it, I think it's up until now. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Hear me out. It actually got out of hand that I had to budget my meals for only 30 pesos so that <laughs> I could have enough money to play all day long. And I only ate four pieces of shomai, one cup of rice, and free soup. Yeah, of course. And I always ask for seconds for the free soup because they're free. Mine was also back in college. Just so my friends and I would be able to eat one meal, one meal ha, in mm-hmm. KFC or Tokyo Tokyo in the USD car park, we would not eat anywhere else for the whole week. I mean, but it should be something worth, what, 30 to 50 bucks, mm-hmm. like waffle time or show my house. Wow. And that's it. I mean, you have to sacrifice not eating for one whole week just so you can eat for one day. All right. Let's now read the responses for our second question, which is, how do you feel about people flaunting their parents' wealth? Keyword, parents' wealth. Okay, the top five responses are, well, number one, they measure their worth 
by what they have. So this is from Yael, who actually said we can mention her name. So hi, Yael. Hi. Response number two. Siga lang, walang personality. And <laughs> without their material possessions, I guess they will find it really hard to stand out. So ito talaga, the next one. One of the best responses. Response number three. Pampahaba ng tite. Yeah! <laughs> I guess in other words, this would mean it's an ego boost, right? Yeah, measuring your dick with a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> you do that? No, hell no. <laughs> well, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, response number four. I think it's embarrassing to think that it's smart to flaunt wealth because I think people who do that just think... They're better than others. Mm, makes sense. Anyway, for the last response, response number five, arrogante daw, yes, and stupid. But, well, regardless, they live lavishly at the moment and we don't. <laughs> I think the key word for this response is at the moment. At the moment. So those are some of the responses we got from Seizing Adulthood's Instagram account. Please follow us. Our handle is at Seizing Adulthood. Before we end this episode, let us go through the tips we mentioned earlier for how not to mismanage money. And tip number one, do not function without a budget. Tip number two, do not shop without a plan. Tip number three, do not buy anything you can't return. Tip number four, do not buy anything out of impulse. And tip number five, do not forget to save. To be honest, I don't really like the topic for this episode, Mm. do you? No, not really. Money will always be a hard topic to discuss. But yeah, I greatly respect people who actually work hard for the things they have. You go, person. Show off your bread. You earned it. As compared to others who just got things out of privilege or connections. Going back to the conversation we had earlier, we answered the question if money really makes the world go round. And we both actually agreed that it did. Mm -hmm. But as we were doing this podcast, I read somewhere from an article that we don't really buy things with money. Rather, we buy them with hours of our life because we dedicate hours to work and in return, we get paid, we get money. Profound. So if you really think about it, it's not money that makes the world go around. It's our efforts and hard work. Yes. In addition to that, Joshua Becker from becomingminimalist.com actually said, It can be a helpful exercise to realize how many hours of our lives go into each purchase we make. So, food for thought. Mm -hmm. In a nutshell, for anyone to be able to save money and manage their finances properly, they should try their best to stay away from temptation or retail seduction. Like the monthly sales online that we usually see. 8899. This this month, 1010. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Tune in next week when we talk about the start of any romantic engagement. Going on dates. Thanks to Simi Bernardo for our cover art for this week's podcast episode. And to Nadine Bufi for our main podcast cover art. Thanks to Joshua Benson again for our podcast music. See you next week. AD out. Mama, can I have a cookie? <laughs> Bye. Bye.